Okay. Okay, uh, good evening, I suppose. Uh, we're on Gimel Um So, um, right. What I'm going to do is just a little bit of a recap outside of uh, Funakudas, and then as Hashem, we're going to just speak about the Funakudas. Um, number one, basically, what, what we've seen in the Gemara is that a Kaira, the Kaira, if you've got a Mobui, No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a recording, and then, uh, don't worry, he'll, he'll, get, he'll get the recording. Yeah, in real, yeah, then helps for, for the recording, sir, but thank you. So, okay, so you've got the, um, the uh, if you've got a mobu, and your mobu is this uh, cul-de-sac on which to all the chatseris and everything open up onto, so you're not allowed to even carry in the mobu, let alone make an Arab or shitter or anything like that, you're not allowed to even carry there unless you've got something at the end of the Mobli in order to make sure that a person doesn't mix it up with the Rosh Hashanah onto which it opens up onto. There's a danger that a person may, we spoke about a couple of possibilities, what exactly could go wrong, but a person could end up um, carrying in a Rosh Hashanah or going into Rosh Hashanah, etc. So what do we do? So we put up a Kairo. We put up a Kairo, which is this horizontal beam, or we've got a vertical beam called the Lehi, but we'll speak about the Kairo. So we've learned in the Mishnah that the Kaira can be at a maximum height of 20 Amas, about 10 meters. And now we've come to the Masana. The reason for that is not like Rav understood, or Rav's position hasn't changed. Rav is of the, of the opinion because the Kaira acts, has the din of a Pesach. In other words, when I look at the Mobi, I look at the end of it, I see it just opens up onto the Rosh Hashanah, and that's called the Pirza. That's a breach, that's just a, opens up onto the Rosh Hashanah. When I put a Kaira there, that gives it the status of a Pesach, of a an entrant, so therefore we only allow it to be 20 armors because that's the maximum Pesach that we find in the Torah, maximum height, 10 armors by, uh, sorry, 20 armors high by 10 armors wide. That was in the Heichol. But the Gemara has now brought a Rachman Yitzchok who says it's got nothing to do with a Pesach. The vault of the Heker is, it's there as, sorry, the vault of the Kaira is to act as a Heker. It's a reminder that when you're walking there, you look up and you'll see the Heka, you'll see the Kaira there, and that will act as a reminder not to mix it up or carry into the Rosh Hashanah. That's the idea of the Kaira. So we've said, if the Kaira is at a height of 20 Amas, is there anything I can, above 20 Amas I should say, is there anything I can do about it? Well, the obvious answer is, lower it. Or, at least raise the ground, that Bez Hashem will speak more about that, about raising the ground, that comes in Gomorrah's to come. Let's say I'm not going to do that. Is there anything else we can advise? So we've said one possibility, which again we're not discussing now, is building an actual Tzuras HaPesach, which means that you actually, besides having the, the, the horizontal, you've also got a couple of verticals lower down. We're not doing that either. What else can I do? So we've seen in the Gemara the idea of Amaltero. Amaltero means that a person um, puts something up there, near the Kodah, on the Kodah, that Hashem will, will discuss, but he put something there, because people have been asking, what about a sign saying, you know, do not carry beyond this point or something like that. Would that work? So the amalter, the idea is, it catches the eye. So ordinarily it's true, when I look up, 20 armors I'm going to see. If it's above 20 armors, it doesn't catch the eye. But if I've got something there which is going to draw my attention, and I'm going to look up, then once I'm already looking up, I'm going to see the code. So to be absolutely clear, amalter on its own doesn't work. But the Amaltara can act as a, 
as a means to draw my attention to the Kaira, even if the Kaira is higher than 20. That's essentially what we've seen in the Gemara. What is this Amaltara? So, initially we brought the, the Mishnah in Midos, that in the Ulam they had, what is this Amaltara in the, in the Ulam? Above the door they had five layers of Amaltara, it was this all nut wood. Right? Someone says it's a type of cedar, but Rashi learns it's all nut wood. In other words, it was a chosh of a wood, something which would attract the attention. But then the Gemara asked further down the page, what is Amaltara? So we say, what do you mean, what is Amaltara? We already told you. In fact, neither of the opinions in the Gemara seems to fit with the, with the Mishnah there. So, we, so the, the Rishonim say, the question is not, what is Amaltara in the, in the uh, Ulam? What we're asking is, for the Mobli, for my Mobli, what can I use as Amaltara? And we have a Machoikas. One day I said, bird's nest. Which, in other words, if you've got bird's nest there, it's definitely going to attract attention. The other one says it's sufficient with something a little bit, a little bit lower key, and that is with this cedar wood, which is uh, apparently again it's it's, uh, it's because of the length of it, the size of it, maybe the chashivas of it, that will also attract attention. But as the Gemara says, if cedar wood works, then kolshkein bird nest work. But if bird nest work, doesn't necessarily mean that cedar wood would work because obviously um, bird nests are going to attract much more attention, right? So far, so good. Now, Rashi said, just want to first address this, Rashi said when it came to the kine, the bird's nest, Rashi seems to indicate that in the Udom, they had these bird's nests. Now, this, despite the fact that Shaltiya brought us a uh, in Borchi Nafshi, which talks about uh, Yekaninu, the, in the base Hamikdash, what did it say there, the Lebonin, something, uh, I don't think the Posse now, but Yekaninu, there was, sounds like there were, were bird's nests there. But, you know, what, what they had bird's nests under, under the Ula? So it seems far more likely that actually what's going on over here is that Rashi is learning means something else. What Rashi really means is the following. If you listen to, listen to what the Ramam writes, and this is effectively will address, I think the Ramam's in here. If not, I'll get a Ramam, but... Um, So the Raman writes in Hilchas Shabbos, Perak Yud Zayin, he writes like this. Oh, Perak Yud Zayin, Halacha Yud Tesbo. V'cheinim hoyo b'kairah shal mobi, kiyor v'tziyor. If the Kaira of the Mobli has what's here with here, basically it means design it. Actually, you are called a and now everyone looks at it. Then, even if it's higher than 20 Amas, it is kosher. He goes on, because the whole, the whole vault of this horizontal beam is acts as a heka, that's what it's made for, and if it's about 20 Amas, it's not nika. If you've got, di- if you've got uh, paintings and things like that on it, everyone looks at it, and you've got your heka there. Right? Where did Ramam get that from? Where did the Ramam get from that you can uh, sort of put some graffiti on there and that will be good enough? Where did the Ramam get that from? Any ideas? And the answer is, because the Ramam learned that that's Peshat and Kine. No one's putting any bird's nest anywhere here. The shout is, you draw pictures of bird's nest there. That's the shout in the Gemara, according to the Rambam. Now look at Rashi again, 
And you'll see that that may well be what Rashi means as well. Rashi says, which is on Gibra Madala, about 20 lines on the bottom. Rashi says, Kugain or Kamin, depending on whether you go with the Bach. Kine Opos, how you bolt in Metachas, how Ulam. Again, there's different Gershois here, but it's Mikosal or Ulam, Lemalo Min Hapesach. It doesn't mean we're actually bird's nests there. What it means is there was some sort of design of bird's nests, apparently in the Ulam as well. Again, it doesn't necessarily explain how the Shnim is with the Mishnah earlier, but it, it, it at least explains what, what this uh, bird's nest have got to do with the, with the Ulam. The Peshat is there was apparently a design. And the bird's nest sort of stuck out there. Okay? Rashi says boilet. Something to think about there. Does that mean, therefore, if you just put graffiti there, would that be good enough? Or does it have to actually be boilet? That's something I think Lahalacha they talk about. Is it good enough just to put some graffiti there, some sort of a design? Or does it have to actually be sort of embossed, 3D? Rashi says it was boilet. Yeah? That's one thing to think about. The other thing is, does it have to be on the Kaira itself? Or is it good enough if it's somewhere in the, the area of the Kaira? They will then draw your attention to it. Right? From the Lashon of the Rambam, it's Mashma on the Kaira itself. That was the Lashon of the Rambam. But from Rashi, they want to say that it could be Lafdafka on the Kaira. I think possibly the Bialoko brings this. It doesn't have to be on the Kaira itself. It can be on the wall near the Kaira as well. A lot will depend on the gears that you have in Rashi, by the way. Okay, so that is in terms of the Amal Torah. But Bez Hashem again, we'll come back to that Bez Hashem soon. Hopefully this evening still Lahalof, but we'll, we'll just uh, we'll see what the Mishnah Berurah passes. But that's that's Nukudah number one. Nukudah number two is like this: If I don't have Amal Torah, is there any other way that my Kura can work, even if it's above twenty Amos? It's not a Surah Sapesah. It's above twenty Amos, and I don't have any Amal Torah or anything like that. Is there any way that it can work? And the answer is that the Rashi says <coughs> the following. He says the Gemara said earlier, the Gemara towards the top of Gimel Amidale. If you look there, you've got there two, four, six, eight lines down, right on Gimel Amidale. It said Omar Rabbi Yilo, Omar Rab, Rechobah Dalit. If your beam is four amis, four tefachim, sorry, four tefachim in width, how wide does your kara normally have to be? Normally your kura has got to be a tefach, we're talking about the width. This is not to be confused with the surah sapesa where a string is good enough. This is just a beam. It's just a beam and they've got to be a tefach thick, but it's also got to have enough strength to hold a brick. A chatsi, a, 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 a half a brick. So the halacha is over here. If your brick is, if you're not your brick, your kura is four tefachim in width, even though it's not strong, it can be very flimsy. The Im Yeshlo Amaltaro, and if there is Amaltaro for this Kaira, I feel the Gemara can be even higher than 20 Amas. Now Rashi learned, Rashi says there, more or less to the, directly to the side, to the right, go up just very slightly. Rashi says, Tarati Mili Ka'oma. It's two separate colours, two separate leniencies that we're receiving over here. Ordinarily, the halacha is the Kaira must be. A maximum of 20 amas high from the ground and number two has got to be a tepah in width and strong enough to hold your uh, to hold this brick two colors i'm going to give you number one if it's not strong it's flimsy but it's four uh, four in width it's good 
And Kodah number two is, if you've got a Maltero, you can have it higher than 20 Amas. Yeah? Let me ask you a question. What happens if I've got a Kodah, which is four Tzvachim in width, and it's strong, strong, no Amaltero. Does that work above 20 Amas? Works? Not works? I think it should do. Based on what? Why? But no, so it's, so it's two colours. Two colours here. Number one is, the, in other words, in, a, in, in the, the code is effectively call it uh, two alochas I've got. Number one, the code must be no higher than 20 armors from the ground. And number two is, it's got to be strong enough to hold this brick. Let me give you two colours. Number one, it can be higher than 20 armors if it's got an altar. Colour number one. Colour number two is, it doesn't bother me how flimsy it is if it's four to in width. Two separate colours. Based on that information, is there going to be a colour if it's four to in width? It's strong, but it's four to in width, no altar and it's higher than 20 to do we have any room to be making on that? Doesn't seem so, does it? There's no Makar for that. It's very important. This is the Halachanamaisa we're discussing now. Okay, this is Halachanamaisa. Yeah? We agree? What if I was to tell you, however, there are those who disagree with Rashi? And they say that it's all one colour. Meaning to say that if I've got a beam which is Fortswachim in width, Shvach, it's not, it doesn't have any strength, and it's got a Maltero, then it could be above 20 Amps. What would you say that? Right? Now I realise, so I'm asking you now, if it doesn't have a Maltero, then it wouldn't work. What if it didn't have a Maltero, and it was strong? Common. The, the, the common. It's four Tzvachim and width. Four Tzvachim and width, and it was above 20 Amos, but it didn't have a Maltero. What would you say now? You'd say it is okay based on what? Just find again here. Now we'll think about it for a second. No, not 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 in Rabbi Yoda, not in Rabbi Yoda. out of range. Let me, let, let me ask you a question. Think about, think about it again. Let's, uh, let's think carefully here. I've got 
you're telling me I'm putting <coughs> all of this together again let, let's go, go back one stage again according to Rashi they're two separate kudas two completely separate kudas two separate dinner I've got two requirements on my kudas number one it's got to have a certain strength a normal standard kudas is a tefah thick it's got uh, in width it's got to have a certain strength kudas number one is if it doesn't have that strength it can still be used as a kudas if it's four spot in what? Uh, Kura number one. Kura number two. There's a requirement that the Kura cannot be higher than 20 amas. What if it is above 20 amas? I put Amatara there, it works. That's Kura number two. So when I asked you before, I said to you, okay, so what if I was now to say to you, I'm taking a beam, which is four Tukhim in width, and putting it above 20 amas, there's no amaltero, but it's strong. Would that work? And you all said to me, I think, you said, no. Quite correctly, because mei well, based on what? You said, if it's above 20 hours, you can't catch the eye, and it's got amaltero. You don't have amaltero, so, so it's strong. So what? Oh, uh, well, you're saying, therefore, maybe that can catch the... We'll, we'll come to that, but it's but based on the... No, you see it? No, it's like this. If that's the case, if that's the case that when it's wider, so you're, you're quite correct, when it's wider, there is a swara to maybe say when it catches their attention. We're going to see that as al that is such a swara. The only thing is then, why did we, why did we say then that if it's, a mul- if, it, if, it's a, if it's weak, where, where was it? We had it four, four at Tzvachim uh, in width, and it's weak. Is it above 20 or is it within 20? Remember, it's two separate colours. So in which case, where is the beam? Within 20, it must be within 20. They're two separate colours. We're not mixing the two together. Why does it have to be within 20? If it's to do with catching the eye, so it's strong, it's not strong, it's going to catch the eye either way. It's to do with the, with the, with the size of it. So in which case, the marshmallows there is that if it's two separate colours, that we've got, we definitely, let's put it this way, we've definitely, we have definitely got no licence to say that it should work just because it's strong and it's, it's, uh, it's uh, four spot and white and it can be higher than 20. We've got no basis for that. Maybe it does, you can see in a second, it is a spot, but not, not based on that. However, if you were to put the two things together, you were to put the two things together, so, for example, the Me'iri, I think it's the Me'iri here, right? He says like this. Um, he says that this. I'm just trying to read which part we want. V'chiyom rinon. When we say, D'bo'inon kairah v'amaltara, do we need a kairah and amaltara? This amaltara stuff. That's not only with the kairah which is a tefah wide. But even a beam, which is four tefachim wide, since it's above 20, we need amaltero. Why? Because we've said, come on further on, that if it's four, listen carefully to this, if it's four tefachim wide, even though it's not strong enough to hold this, this half brick, the Allah and on that it has said the Afal Gab the that even though it's four Tfachim wide, but in Amaltra we need Amaltra. Where did we say that? 
Where do we say that even though it's more Tzvachim wine, you need Amalter? Where do we say that? The answer is, because we're learning that these two things are one kula. It's one halacha. It's not two separate halachas. This is what they point out, the, whoever brought this out. It's obviously, it's being learned as one halacha. Now, let's, again, listen carefully to this and work it out now. We put it all together as one halach, and then I'm going to ask you the question again. Let's see what you say this time. This time we're going to learn it all as one, meaning to say that the beam, the beam is more than 20 amas from the ground. It is fortvachim wide, it is weak, and it's got a maltolo. Therefore, it works. I'm going to ask you now, what if it didn't have a maltolo? So I've taken that matter away, but instead of being weak, it's full to walk and wide and it's strong. Does that make it any better? Can I do without that matter? It's above 20 amas. And the halacha is... You're going to have to know this. If you want to put up your coda and you're worried about uh, large trucks coming through, you need to know that you can put it above 20 amas. You can build a surah that happens, but... Sorry? You'd say this time, yes. I mean, yes, I don't know which way we're going, but in other words, that yes, maybe it could work. Why? Because otherwise, tell me, why do you have to say, um, hold on, let me, let me get it the right way around. Again, you're saying it's fortfachim wide, and it's schwach, but I've got a motto. Ah, now I can have it about 20, 20 arms. Right? Why are you talking about schwach? Tell me a bigger chiddush. It's four tzvachim in width. It's strong. So even though it's got the extra width, like you said, and strong, it's a good kairah, nonetheless, it's got to have a maltero. Why did you talk about a case where it's shvach? The answer is because. Do you know why? Because if it was four tzvachim wide, and it was strong, then it would work even without that maltero. Now why? Why? What's the difference? What's changed? Now it can't, it can't be like you're saying because because it catches the eye because it's got the extra width because then even if it's schwa even if it's weak you should be able to catch the eye and the answer is is It's no longer Altheka There's a concept called which means that we Sinai is that if you've got a straight roof and it's open at the end, we say it's, um, it's sort of a, it, an imaginary mechitza drops down. You simulate the mechitza coming straight down because the edge of the, of the roof, here's the edge of the roof, it just drops, the mechitza drops down. But in order for that to happen, it's got to be p tikra, it's got to be a roof. A shvacha weak beam there, it could be four tfochim, it could be seven tfochim, it could be ten tfochim, but it's not a tikra. If it can't hold anything, the minute you put anything there, the whole thing collapses. That's not a tikra. The halacha of the Mishnah is not a tikra. So in order to be a tikra, it's got to be two things. Number one, it's got to be four tefachim, not one tefach. Pashtus, right? And number two, it's got to have a certain strength. And therefore, that's why says the Rashba. This is the Rashba I'm telling you. Says the Rashba. That's why, let's go through now the, the situation. If you've got a normal beam, which is one tefach wide, if it's, if it's shvach, it can't work as a kodah, because that's just a halacha in kodah. It can catch the eye all you want, but it's not a kodah. And as you said, you need a kodah. 
Why do I need to clear it? Because that's the halacha. So even though I put the halacha that it can massive sign there, it doesn't work because the halacha is you need a coat. Presuming that's the swar. If you've got one tefah and it's shrach, that's not a coat. So if I've got one tefah and it is strong, then if it's within 20 armors, I've got my hacker above 20 armors, no hacker with Amaltra, I've got my hacker that will work. That's one. If it's false bottom in width, and it's shvach, then the chiddush is, that can work as well. That can work as well. Once again, presumably it means within, without the Amaltra, and above, with the Amaltra. If I've got false bottom and it's strong, then already now it's got the status not of a kura, it's now a tikra. If it's a tikra, p tikra yoriv it makes a mechitza. It's not just a, a hacker, it's a proper mechitza. In which case, it could be as high as you want. So therefore, says the Rashba, that will work. Yeah, so far, so good. Now, one last halach, as I said to you on, on Thursday, this is the Gea to Hanukkah. What's that? The Rishonim ask over here, they ask that, the Gemara asked the question, it said that, at the end of the day, you're now, Rav Nachman is coming along and telling us that the Machloikas between the Rabban and Rav Yehuda. When you have this Machloikas about whether the Kodah has to be within 20 or it could be above 20, it's a Machloikas essentially in Hekka. Just keeping it simple, that's what seems to be going on. In other words, the Rabbanon say that up to 20 there's a Hekka, it catches the eye, above 20 doesn't catch the eye. Rav Yehuda says no, up to 20 catches the eye, above 20 also catches the eye. Does that sound familiar? If you even if you haven't learned Erevin, you recognize that from somewhere else? From Hanukkah, but where else? Not the Yom Tov? Sukkah. Exactly. First Mishnah. Sukkah, Shigavoy, Amalim, Etim, Amal. The which is higher than 20 Amas. Pasula. Rabbi Yehuda, Mashir. Says the Gemara over there in Sukkah, according to Rabbo, what's the Machlokas? Shtetim Posuk, Leman, Yedu, Udor, Esechem, Kivar, Sukkah, Seshapti. You've got to be able to be cognizant that you are in a Sukkah. The Rabbanon holds you are cognizant if you're sitting if it's within 20, above 20, it's too high for a person to be aware of the schach. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, even above that. So the Gemara wanted to know, assuming that Rav Nachman holds the same as Rabbah, assuming that to be the case, why do we need the Machlokas twice? And the Gemara answered it. Fine, the Gemara answered it. Says the Rashbah, says the Ritzvah, says, come out all the Rishayim, bring this Nekudah, and that is, hold on a second, there's another Halachim Sukkah, which is, that although we say that if the schach is above 20 armors, it's no good, because you can't see the schach, there's an exception. What's the exception? No, Dr. Friday control. What's the exception? If the deponos are magios le, le schach. If the walls go all the way up to the schach, then you can have it as high as you want. Pash this the swara beam because then the eye sort of just traces, follows the wall up. The problem is only when there's a massive gap between the wall and the schach, so then apparently it's hard on the eyes when you've got nothing to sort of close that gap. Fine. Well, with your beam, your kodra here, where's the kodra sitting? Sitting on the wall. You've got your cul-de-sac, so you've got two walls here and beam going across. So I've got the wall. Why, why is it limited to 20 armors? So there, there is an answer, there is an answer which I think somebody mentioned last week, and Meiri gives such an answer, and that is, based on the Gemara as well, is that there's a big difference. In the sukkah, you're sitting there. Since you're sitting there, so you look around, you look at the wall, and you've sort of followed the wall up. And therefore you catch the, you catch the, uh, the code. In the Mogul, however, you're walking. When you're walking, you normally look straight ahead. You're not looking at the walls, and etc. You're not likely to see it. 
just because it, uh, it reaches the Bikaira. That is answer number one. There's another answer actually, which uh, we didn't mention last week, and Me'iri brings another answer, which is interesting. This idea of decorating the sukkah, is this a new thing? Apparently not. Apparently in the times of Rishonim they already had it. I don't know about the Kratzmuch, uh, you know, things that, where they had those, but the, um, but I think decorating the sukkah, he says, because Mistoma, Mistoma, the, the, the sukkah is decorated. And therefore, that's why the walls work. Because if the walls go all the way up, the walls are probably decorated, it's assuming the walls are decorated all the way up, presumably. And that's what's going to catch the Torah. It's a, it like Amaltura. Much like Amaltura. Whereas in your Mobile, unless you've got graffiti on the walls all the way up, it's not likely that you've got anything. Just because you've got walls up to the Torah, that's not going to catch the eye. Yeah, sorry, you are going to say? So if you have decorations by necessity, they'd have to be lower. Well, I suppose you could have 25 and then the decorations could on be... On the walls, on the walls. On no, the walls. But are we, I know we're going to talk about it later, I think, about the current... That's just the beam that would actually be holes occurred. So the curtain will fall down. Or fall will be below. No, hit, hit. We're talking about back in the model now or in the, the sukkah? Yeah, sorry, in the sukkah. So in the sukkah, you... In the, in, it's in the sukkah, again, the, the vault is over there. My schach is more than 20 armors. No good. Ah, but my walls, like a normal sukkah, our walls go all the way up, right? So since walls go up, the Gemara says that works. We pass into that. We pass into that, but that works. The question is why? Simple reason is because normally the whole problem is you don't, your eyes don't, just don't follow up 20, 30, you know, 30, 40 armas up. But if I've got the walls, my eyes will just be looking at the walls and you sort of follow the walls all the way up and you suddenly, you spot the sack. That's normally the way we understand it. So hence we have the question with the Mobis, if my Kira is 30 armas up, well, as long as my walls are also 30 armas, which it should be, right? So then you're going to be looking at the walls and you see the Kira. That should work, right? So to that, we've had two answers. Answer number one is because the only reason in the sukkah is likely to work is because you're sitting around. So if you're sitting in the sukkah, you look around, you see the walls, and you follow up, and you, you'll see the, the schach. In the mobui, you're not looking around like that. You're walking. It's made the hilochavida. It's made to walk. If it's made to walk, you're not likely to use the walls as a means to trace it up. Answer one. Answer number two is the reason why it works in the sukkah is not just because I've got walls. The vault is that the walls will catch my attention because they're decorated. By definition... Where a mobby, it's not that your walls are not decorated like that. They may be painted, they're not, uh, not decorated like that. They wouldn't be a wall. They would, on the two sides. Uh, on the side of... The three, three sides, and it's the fourth side where, where the Kairo goes. The Kairo must be inside the mobby. It can't be outside. So in other words, you've got, you've got here, wall, you know, these three walls. So on top here, bird's eye view, it will go from here to here. It can't be here. That's no good. It has to be on top of the walls. We'll see about Hashem in cases you can end up with cases with lobbers and things like that where you can put sticks up and have it you know, slightly, slightly higher or resting inside. But B'derech Kalal will be attached to the wall. Your Kira sits on top of the wall. And when we, on, based on the base at the top, we were talking about the 50 and the 50 the climb, yeah. either side. So could you have something on the walls there on the 15 either side? It was, it was a design, but, the, but again, that, that was completely open. There, there was no period there. When we talked about that, that beam going across, or not beam, whatever you want to call it, the pole going across, that was further back, that was on the part where the curtain hang, where the, the curtain was hanging. Inside? It's actually outside. So in other words, if, if I'm, going, I'm standing in the east, going westwards, there's the chotzer, here's going to be where you've got this curtain. Okay. Yeah? But 
Again, let me just read to you this, this last answer the, the, uh, of the, the Me'iri. And then I'll come to the main answer. The main answer, which is Negea the Halacha. He says, After bringing answer number one, which I mentioned, he says, some people answer that the difference is because the Sukhi are sitting there, whereas in the Mobile you're just walking there, so it's not going to catch the eye. Fine. He then gives the second answer he brings from others like the, the Rashba, etc., which bears Lashem will come to you, that's the main answer. I'm skipping that for a second. But we answer, there are a couple of interesting minutes that come out of this. He says, we answer, the besukkah high new timer. The reason why sukkah works is, mishum de mistomo, mistomo de pnea sukkah mitzayirin umatrin eson, bekromin, uvenoyin. Mistomo, the walls of your sukkah are decorated with pictures and, and nice hangings and drapes and things like that. The yotim chutzlokosalim ibachut, and they stick out from the wall, which by the way fits with this idea. It's not drawings on the wall which are going to work. A maltar has to be something like Rashi said, it's braided. It's the point they make the halacha, they don't bring this meiri, but it's got to be braided. So this is sticking out from the walls. From the chidush, the, the sort of, the catches the eye. That's going to catch the eye in the schach. Avomobli. Shemit Vanashum Kiddush on the walls, there's no chidush. It doesn't work without tamatara, otiras pesach, etc., etc. But until we hold to say that if the Kaira, note this time he says the Kaira, if the Kaira is somewhat decorated, then it works. Then he quotes the Raman we read. That the, the, these, these uh, sort of uh, designs work with Amaltaro. Sorry, I've skipped. I'm just wondering, reading this, it's interesting. Do you know, he started off with the sukkah, he said the fact that they're, they're sticking out from the wall. You've probably got nothing on the walls. Right? But he says, but if you put a, di- sort of a design on the, on the kura, then it works. I asked you before, this amantra, does it have to be sticking out? Sorry, well, it's two questions we asked. Does it have to be on the kura or the walls is good enough? I, I would like to suggest the answer is like this that from the Rambam it sounds like it was on the Kura itself but from Rashi they say it sounds like it's on the walls of the Udom not on, the, not on the, the actual Pesach itself but then there was a second thing which is does it actually have to be braided it's got to be sticking out or it can be a, uh, just a design from Rashi it says it was braided very possibly there is your answer if, you're, if the, the, the eye-catching part of it is coming from the wall, then it's got to be braided. It's got to be something which sort of comes off the wall, that's what's going to catch my eye and then lead me up to the coda. If it's on the coda itself, however, it doesn't have to be braided. Listen again, that's what he wrote here. That's what he wrote. He said, in the sukkah, they got all these designs and drapes, etc. The yotim chutz lekosolim ibachutz. It comes out of the walls. Ah. From those designs, that's why Shalta, that's what's going to make you be shedded on the schach. But when it comes to the Mobi, the, on, the, on the walls, there's no chidush there. It doesn't work without either Amatra or Dura Until we are, we talk a whole lot of the Rambam. You know, now we're saying that design works as well. You don't definitely need Amatra, like the things we've talked about. Based on what we said, it makes sense, like the Raman says, it can be just a design. But he says, on the Kura. Why on the Kura? On the walls. There it is, because this is, could be, just Mitzieras. Just a design. Nothing hanging off the Kura. 
Maybe, maybe that would answer the seeming inconsistencies. That again, the Rambam talks about the Kola, 100%, it's a normal design. Rashi is talking about the walls, because he's talking about it's actually being boiled, it's actually sticking out. Maybe that would be the Chiruk between the two. Maybe, maybe yes, maybe not, but yeah, sorry. I'm a bit, I'm a bit confused um, Within the Mishkan, they could carry within the, within the Hegel? Yeah. And they could carry within the Ulam? Yeah. And could they carry from one to the other? Yep. So... You've got, you got full Mechitzas around. Because we've got full Mechitzas. Yeah. So... But we said that... Around the whole chotzer you've got, so. so didn't we say that all well, the 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 pesach was between the two, not one. The shame pesach. That, that, that was only also shame pesach. When we're looking for a, for a shame pesach, remember in those days as well, the whole thing is drabbanon anyway. So all the drabbanons didn't apply them. Okay. Especially in the way Hamikdash, there's, there's no drabbanons. These sort of things don't apply. So for sure they could carry. I, I understand what you're trying to get at, but Lamaisa, you've got mechitzas all the way around. Whatever is there is a Pesach, at least the Pesach of the Chotzes, it's all surrounded. It's all surrounded. That, 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 that would be perfectly fine, even with the Rabban. Yeah? Whereas a model we're talking about is open-ended. Once it's open-ended, you have to do something. With the Rabban. But we're trying to compare it to the other that was all that... Yeah, that, that, that was just to learn out, according to Rab, this size of the Pesach. Yeah. That's, that's, the only, that's the only comparison. Yeah? So now... The last bit, of the, let's call it the third answer, the second answer, and this is the one which is Nagea Lamaisa. And that is, do you know why by Sukkot it works? This is similar to what, uh, to what Mark was saying before. And that is because what's the difference between the Sukkot and the Kodim? What's the notable difference? Between, I mean, obviously one leaves or whatever, but what's the notable difference in size? The schach is going to be a minimum of seven tefachim. That's the minimum size of a sukkah. So in which case, the schach is going to have a much, much more, call it width, yeah. depth, or whatever you want to call it, right? It's going to be seven tefachim in depth. That's the main answer you'll find in the Rishayim. Therefore, if your koro was seven tefachim in depth, according to that, it doesn't have to be strong enough to hold, uh, to hold this brick or whatever, it would then work even if it's above 20 armors by virtue of the fact that it's follow, it's, it's attached it's, uh, on top of the walls, I can then follow it up. So it will depend on which answer you go with, but according to this answer, which you find many Roshanian bring, if your Kodah is 7 spoken in depth, then it will work because it catches, because it simply catches the eye because of the size of it. So in which case, we've now come out with the following halakha. If you've got a Malter there, one tefah is good enough. Right? Normal one tefah. If it's four to four, I'm talking this all above 20, right, we're dealing with. If it's four tefahim, and it's strong, then it will work, not based on Kuro Hega, it works on Ptikro Yerubisetim. If it's seven tefahim in depth, then it doesn't have to be strong, and it doesn't have to have a Maltero. Just by virtue of the fact that it's attached to the walls, that will then work. Right? In depth, a study that I mean, the mathematical is just over 50 centimeters. No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about schach. I'm talking about your your kora. Oh, the kora. Correct. 
So instead of it being one tefer, no, it goes across from one wall to the other. So how much does it go back in your model? It goes on for, uh, I don't know, many metres, right? Instead of it being a, a, a rod, it's a, a large beam. Yeah. We're talking about if you go, 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 to, uh, go to one of the... Uh, the No, 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 it's two, two different things. In the sukkah, the reason why in the sukkah, we say that if the walls follow it up, and, and you know, it's good, it, it's even about 20 amas, is because it's got a certain depth to it. How long is your sukkah? What's about a single beam? What's about the sukkah? Your minimum size of the sukkah is 7 by 7 tzvachim. So the sukkah in any one direction is 7 tzvachim, whereas the kairah is only one tzvachim. So if you make it seven spochim, nice and uh, nice big, uh, nice uh, thick uh, beam. For a model. Yeah, 56 centimeters, just under tw- uh, two feet. Right? So you go to Wix or whatever it is, you get a much wider beam. Doesn't have to have any strength. So you know what? No beam. I don't know. You get cardboard. I don't know how, how weak it can be. You put it from one side to the other. Nice. You get thick cardboard. It's not going to hold the brick. But it doesn't matter. It'll hold up for Shabbos. One side to the other, improvise just for Shabbos, you don't have a beat, that will work as well. That's what comes out according to that shitter. But obviously, each, it's going to be debatable because there are other answers to this. If the Moshe of the Chilik is because walking or sitting, sukkah you sit, here you walk, then it doesn't, you can have seven, seven spots, it's not going to help me. If it's to do with the fact that it's decorated, well, if it's not decorated in any way, then it's not going to work. So it obviously will depend on which answer you go with. But that, that's sort of that, what I... What we've brought as the final answer, that's the one you find in most Rosh The Rosh seems to be quite happy with. Okay? The fourth Fokken one that we mentioned as well is also subject to Machalik as we worked out. But that's the Rosh shit. The rider disagrees. But according to, to, to the Rosh fourth Fokken and strong, it works out as Pitikra. Why do I say it's got to do with Hanukkah? Because Hanukkah we know, the Halacha is, that your menorah can't be above 20 hours. Right? So, for, it's going to be no gear. Generally speaking, it's going to be no gear if you live in an apartment block. If you live in an apartment block and you're on a fifth, sixth floor up, then, and you're putting it out facing onto the Rosh Sarabim, it's more than 10 meters from the Rosh Sarabim, does that work or not? Now, it's true, as I think somebody pointed out the other day, maybe it was Mr. Israel, that it's true today we're lighting indoors. Since we're lighting indoors, the main Pirsomanis is for the family inside. Okay, 100%. But then in which case, don't light by the window, go light by your door. Kitchen door, whatever it is, there's a mitre to light by a door. I'm not talking about like, you know, so they light outside. The mitre, some of them, is in the Gemara to light by a door. The only reason we light in the window is because we get the extra bonus of Pirsamanis out onto the street. If you're not getting the Pirsamanis out on, onto the street, you may as well go and light by the door. So another uh, enough is, if a person comes home late at night, you only come home late at night. And by that time, there's no one really on the street. It's all quiet out. So, you've got some, somebody's awake, your wife's awake, whoever it is, right? Or you wake up a child, so ideally you should have somebody up at that time. But don't light by the window. There's no point in lighting by the window. Because there's no one to see it anyway. Take it and provide the door opposite the mezuzah. That's the best place. Hasidim do it anyway. I think Hasidim, uh, they don't light outside, but they, they, they do it by the door. Over and above the, uh, the mitre of lighting by the window. Yeah? You do see in a part of the people. Oh, I'm coming to that. So, okay, so... Yeah. 
you're right, but Baruch Hashem today, we're not, we're not Baruch Hashem. Today, there's two things. Number one, I'm sure you remember the Ritzvah we learned together in Shabbos, going back, I don't know how many years, but the Ritzvah says, means calls them on that there's shops where you can go buy oil. Well, Baruch Hashem, what would, what would, what would we do without uh, Tesco 24-7 or whatever it is? Uh, 6.5, whatever it is, right? So, you can, you know, the shops are open all, all night uh, for oil. So, if you go by that, that works to your disadvantage as well, that you realise that. That works to your disadvantage as well. Because then, strictly speaking, you should be putting in enough oil into your, into your, uh, your Hanukkah light to last the whole night. Yeah? I've tackled got very, very big glasses and, uh, I've got to make sure it's thick though, but so I, I mean, sometimes it goes through the whole night. Well, no, because is much longer today. In the same way as... No, no, so there's, there's two things. There's, just very briefly, because obviously this is more back into Masech Shabbos and Hanukkah, so it's but just very brief. If you look, the Roshan of the Ram and the Roshan of the Rift is all it's about half an hour. And the reason is, they say, is because that's obviously a subjective. Times change. There's, there's an Indian in a half an hour that's, that stunners though there's an Indian in a half an hour because I've been in the first half an hour make it last half an hour stun 100% that doesn't change with times but the Ashtikhar you know, maybe that's more for like people like Dr. Friday who are into more you know the Kabbalistic side of it there's Inyonim in a half an hour right but for the for the call it Dina de Gemara is the Pirsa Manes well people are out on the streets much later so for example the Briskarov the Briskarov Taki used to have huh? That's right, he had a cinema or something like that at the end of his street. So that he, he used to make sure there was enough oil burning there to, to, uh, until the last showing in the cinema. Until it finished, and it's a mazaka then with that at least, right? So the, the it's true. And he's like, again, these are, these are khumras because, okay, we, we don't go that far. But uh, if you take it out to the then if fact, you live in a place where there's people walking, walking in your street uh, throughout the night, in theory, in theory, you'd have a call it a hiddle to keep going through the night. Okay, again, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to start. Uh, you have to start with that, but that's that's the theory. Now, coming back to the apartment block, so you said that you've got people who do light much higher up, which is true. So there, are, there are two things. There, there, one of the reasons, again, we discussed this at the time is Rav Scheinberg, for example. I used to live opposite Rav Scheinberg, and I remember going there. This, he used to, I think he used to quip that his house was like a Rosh Hashanah anyway. He didn't need the, the street out there. If you went there on Friday night, you'd know what I mean. Tucker, it's it. After, after Marev, everyone brought their children there. They used to, you know, to get brothers. Like, it was like a non-stop. Um, but Mighty, he used to light out, I remember, it was on the mirror set, facing onto the street. It was way up. His, his, I don't know how many floors up. He was right, right near the top. Well, well, well above 20 hours. It seems that he relied on the fact that there is a shift that says if you've got an apartment block opposite, that's good enough. You're lighting, that's your Pirsa Manis. Others disagree with that because they say it's got, there's a dip, it's got to be a Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't mean Rosh Hashanah is 600,000, but it's got to be a Rosh Hashanah in public domain, not somebody's private house. So it's debatable. But that, those who do light in apartment blocks much higher up, they're relying on the fact that there's somebody opposite, or it could be a slightly lower building, but it's, in other words, within 20 others. I don't know if you measure by the diagonal, whether you just measure it straight up. However you measure it, there are people who are going to be able to see it. Those who don't hold by that, so I could say higher up, they'll, they'll, we're lighting today, we're lighting indoors, so we go light, go light by a... Uh, it's perfectly fine, you can light in the window if you want, because you're typically lighting for indoors. Right? So that's, that, that, that's the way it works. Now, the only thing is, and this is the point which is going to get to us now, but 
hold on a second, if I'm lighting, let's say, in the window, I've got the wall of the building goes all the way up. Maybe that's good enough. Doesn't that work? A person is walking in the street and he looks, he sees the wall, follows it up, and that will bring his eyes all the way up to where my menorah is. Why doesn't that work? And the answer to that is, Rabbi Yoel, Taka holds, it does work. I think it's the Mordechai brings it, it does work. Tur and others, La although we don't seem to take on others, and Mr. Burrow brings it there, and we don't, go, we don't really go that. If you think about the various things we've discussed now, you could possibly suggest why not. You see, because the menorah, if you go with the first answer, it's to do with the only reason it works in the sukkah is because you're sitting there. Well, people in the street are not sitting there, they're walking. And therefore, it's not going to, the fact you've got the wall going all the way up, that's not going to help you. If it's to do with the the, the size, you know, the seven, seven tefachim. Again, your menorah is not seven tefachim. Sort of, a, it's a little. I mean, in fact, if you walk, if you walk, I'm sure, you know, you walk down, uh, I don't know, I'd say on all those green roads. So you have got these, I don't know what they, which what the names of buildings, but you have got like on the corner of Highfield and things like that. So like you see these, you can just about, you can make out the menorah is very high up. There's no real way you can catch that because it's, it's. You look up, you can just about make out light. You can't see a menorah there. It's, it's too small. Right. So therefore, of that, it would work. What was the last answer we gave? The last answer was the Tziurim and things like that. So is there anything on the walls that's going to catch my attention? No, nothing there. There's nothing sticking out, or a gutter, or a drain pipe, you know, there's nothing there to draw my attention up the walls. So therefore, we can see why, if the sukkah is because of the designs and everything sticking out of the walls, I don't have that on the buildings. And if you've got a beautiful building with all sorts of designs, it could be different, right? Um, if you've got... I'm just wondering whether you could say a Malter or if you've got a beautiful menorah there, maybe, maybe that would be different. Taka, if you've got a beautiful menorah, maybe that would be a bit like a Malter. On the code itself, if Taka is a beautiful menorah, that could maybe catch the eye somehow. I don't know. It's a, maybe, maybe that's what I've been mean, thinking. But if you go with the various forests we've discussed, you can definitely see why that halacha is not brought. When you look at Gomorrah there, it doesn't, doesn't mention that could Because that's the whole question. Why does Gomorrah mention this could Tell it is for these, for these reasons. Yeah, that makes sense? Yeah, but so it's public lighting when they put it up on a crane. Um, is it that the crane draws our vision up to it? You know, so, I, yeah, correct. So if you ask if you ask the seagull children, they'll tell you that their father is a bit of a canoe and he's told them not to answer on the to the brothers. <laughs> tell them to go because it's uh, they, have, they have a fantastic time, especially when they have a night is when they have a, you know, all entertainment. It's, um, there, there's, no, there, there's, the truth is, I don't know, not all of them are necessarily 20 armors up. There, there's a bigger issue, and that is, that, and that's really more, more my issue, is it's not so much the 20 armors. I mean, if it is 20 armors, then you're right, it's 10 meters, right? I don't know if they're all 10 meters. No, they're not. There are much lower ones. There are much lower ones. Yeah. So that, that's not so much the issue. The, the, the thing that people have against it is because Mehechat is, you could just light in the street. To light in a shul is already a big enough chitch. But the Svara, why we light in a shul is because it's like a base hamik gosh. Well, Golden Screen Station is not a base hamik gosh, right? So, or is it because of the guests, you know, things like that? Well, now people, I mean, you've got homeless people, you don't have that. There is, the last shit is after the Pirsamanis. So there is the, in Oz Nidbru, right? Rav Silber, Rav Nyomzel, I think it was. He says that's the main reason, and therefore it's perfectly, that's perfectly justifiable. They can do it based on that. Based on the fact that it's Pirsamanis. You've got a massive uh, rabbin there, they've got hundreds of people there, so that, that's good enough. So, about Yishlam Amidah, I'm not going to show them, you know, coming to bash the. But other Pesgims say, absolutely not. Absolutely not, because it's got to be, it's a big enough, even a shul is a massive kiddush. 
And therefore, when you've got, uh, when you've got uh, in offices, I don't know if you have uh, in your office, if you've got a million from Mariv afterwards, I remember in Colonel Arnold, I used to go in there. I can't if they do like, they don't like, these sort of things. They've got room which is set aside for Davin. There's a shine in the postkin. Would you like there with a brocha, without a brocha? Do you like it at all? At the Kosev, I think they have this. When people make, uh, I don't know, chasana during Hanukkah or bar mitzvah, whatever it is, in a hall, they'll like a menorah, which is perfectly fine. You can like a menorah. That's a good thing to do, be embarrassing. But with brachas, so ready is a massive chiddush. I think most postkim are not happy with the idea of making, making a brach on those things. I, I, I'm very sure that the Rob says, you, you don't make a brach. Well, I know he said, Correct. He's, he's not overly keen to go. I, uh, uh, I, I don't go. It's not to go. Yeah. yeah. It's, and, it's, and I think he said, if I've got it right, that the, the lighting sure is part of the tefillin. Yeah, and other that's, that's the sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So let me, I'm just going to conclude, we'll conclude now just with the following. The halacha, it's brought in Shin Samach Gimel. The halacha, he says the following. Now if I can find it. Um, here we go. Oh, what is this it? Oh, here we go. He says, Hod, Simashin Samach Gimel Chafov. I'm just picking out what's going to get to us. He says, V'imhoyo b'goyva, Chalol, Yosem Yeshem Amol Mutsum Tzomos. If it was more, the, the Chalal was more than exactly 20 Amos, Eino Nitzah B'koyra, you can't, it doesn't work with the Koyra. Abol Nitzah Hubelech, he works with the vertical beam, that would work, right, as opposed to in the Rambam, it's Mashma, not like that, there are, there are Machmim, but the Mishnah Baruch mentions that. If you still want to use the Kodor, you need to make a design on it. Pirush, what is that? A picture on the wall, from the paint, or on the beam. So, the Orach HaShulchan, apparently, they bring here, he asks, he says, on the wall? It said, on it, on the beam itself. Another thing he asks is, oh, from the paint? Not the paint, it's got to be binding, like we said. Um, does he, I think he asked that one as well, yeah. So apparently in Shona Halachas, um, sorry, he asks, no, he asks both of this. So in Shona Halachas, he writes that from the Shulchan Aruch, it's mashma that it has to be on the Korah itself. Yeah? Um, sorry, the Orch HaShokhan, before you get to the Shalach, he says, clearly this is not from the Ramon. It's not from the Ramon, this thing about on the wall with the paint, he says, no way. The Shalach says as well that clearly it's got, from the Shokhan Orch, it's got to be on the Kodah, but from Rashi, it's Mashmah on the wall. And remember what we said, we said that yeah, it could well be, it depends on whether you're doing it on the Kodah or the wall. If you're doing it on the wall, then Taka, it's got to be being perfect. That's from the, right? If however you're doing it on the beam, then maybe it doesn't have to be buried, maybe that would be some way of making a hachra regarding that. And in terms of this thing about four, if you make it four or seven, so in the Biyar Lokha he brings that, um, he, he mentions the four and he says it works, works out Pitikra same. he says there are those who question it, but he says that is definitely the Peshat in it. Okay, we'll leave it, leave it with that. Even higher than 20 hours, correct.